President Donald Trump of the U.S., uh, his former National Security Advisor John Bolton's 600-page bombshell, The Room Where It Happened, is the title. It's kind of caused waves all around the world, including here in South Korea, with some of the uh, comments uh, that have been made in the book. So we're going to get some further analysis on this uh, from a senior researcher at the Sejong Institute, Dr. Woo Jung-yup, on the line right now. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning to you, Dr. Wu. Thank you for joining us. So the White House tried to prevent the release of this book. They lost in court from this. Uh, Donald Trump is very upset about it. He says it's all lies, made-up stories, trying to make him look bad. Uh, Their claim is that uh, classified information is in the book, and and that's uh, uh, detrimental to the U.S. national security. Uh, John Bolton is known as someone who took meticulous notes, so um, he's claiming that all of it is uh, basically fact Based, uh, where do you stand on that issue? Yeah, John Bolton has been known as a hawkish uh, people in the U.S. government since 1985, and he, yeah, it's true that he's been known as a person who takes uh, a note every day, and it's been it's been showing in the TV that he took a lot of notes in the White House meeting. Uh, however, uh, at the same time that. The note itself does not mean that uh, he what he has been arguing is uh, true. So it, right. it reflected uh, his view. Yeah, and so that's the important point. Uh, just because you take a note uh, at the time, right? We call it memorializing uh, during, let's say, an important meeting. Uh, the uh, former head of the FBI, James Comey, was also very famous for, for taking those notes uh, during the whole uh, issue with Russia and their election meddling. Just because you take the notes doesn't mean the notes itself are actually uh, fact-based or accurate. They are reflecting the opinion or the perspective of the note-taker at the time. So that is why there is a uh, dispute of the actual events that uh, John Bolton is portraying here, Dr. Wu, uh, particularly in South Korea. His counterpart or his uh, counterpart when he used to be the NSA, the National Security Advisor uh, for Korea, Jung Yong, has blasted the uh, account that Bolton is portraying, saying that it is significantly distorted. Um, in your view, as you, I'm not sure if you've actually picked up a copy of the book or uh, just have a kind of knowledge of the excerpts of, of the book. What, what stands out to you in terms of his, Bolton's uh, comments regarding the Korean Peninsula? So we don't know yet uh, which part is not true and which part is true uh, because uh, both uh, Mr. Trump and uh, Mr. Chung Young's comment on Bolton's book uh, uh, mentioned uh, in in either way because uh, President Trump mentioned that this is uh, like full of lie and pure fiction at the same time that President Trump criticized John Bolton that uh, he revealed the classified information. But the thing is that uh, there's no such a thing like classified lie, you know. <laughs> so when, when our uh, National Security Advisor, Ambassador Chong, said that it's, a significant, it's a significantly distorted, but at the same time, he said that, oh, John Bolton unilaterally reveal what was agreed uh, between the government. So uh, we, we have first we have to know what is distorted or what is uh, unilaterally revealed by John Bolton. But the thing is that this book shows, uh, whether it's true or not, the view toward North Korea has not been in accordance uh, with uh, both governments. So 
uh, that that's the part that uh, this book shows uh, some kind of like difficulties that how much South Korean government has to persuade uh, U.S. government in terms of dealing with the North Korea. Right, and when we're talking about persuade the U.S. government. We're not necessarily talking about Donald Trump himself, right? Uh, It it seems like the portrayal is that uh, Trump did want some kind of a deal here, maybe not for the best reasons, maybe uh, more to uh, personally enhance his political standing. But it was really more when we're talking about the government, the people uh, uh, in charge of the uh, national security apparatus, namely uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and figures like uh, John Bolton as the national security advisor. Uh, Bolton is uh, quite critical of the Moon Jae-in administration, uh, Dr. Wu. Um, he he kind of portrays Uh, the uh, Korean administration as having unrealistic expectations of North Korea's denuclearization. Uh, Bolton also said the the whole diplomatic fandango was South Korea's creation. These are pretty provocative words to be writing, especially uh, from someone at the NSA level like him, even though he's out of office right now. Um, And uh, uh, he's relating more to Seoul's unification agenda than a serious strategy by Washington or Pyongyang. Now, there is, of course, well-known facts that uh, this current administration is trying to have uh, a more engagement-oriented policy towards North Korea and is trying to uh, figure out a way uh, there could be some kind of ultimately denuclearization and peace agreement uh, between all sides, including the U.S., North Korea, and South Korea. Uh, What are your thoughts on this characterization? Do you agree with it, and uh, what does it reflect? Uh, I think that the the both uh, we, we we have to uh, we have to interpret what Bolton argued in his book in in basically like two ways. Uh, first, there's some exaggeration uh, for sure. Like Bolton described himself like a hero uh, that uh, protect U.S. national interest from President Trump, who's been uh, shielded by a bunch of yes men. So. So it's not true. Uh, there are uh, other people that who said uh, something to the President Trump, but Bolton depicted himself as a hero. And second, that uh, Bolton, what Bolton described in his book uh, with regard to the U.S. government policy toward North Korea uh, reflects the frustration that U.S. government has. Because since 2018, that and early 2019, when Hanoi uh, summit uh, happened, the U.S. has some expectations that there might be a possibility of achieving denuclearization of North Korea, but since uh, Hanoi, that there is no progress at all. So uh, there, there is some progress, uh, the frustration uh, within the U.S. government, not only by John Bolton, but also from many other uh, people who was involved in North Korea uh, negotiations. So I think if everything went really smooth and uh, as we expected it to be, then there's not much disagreement between South Korea and the United States. But since Hanoi, uh, we, we have this like stalled uh, negotiation between the United States and North Korea. That is why the Bolton showed the frustration through his book. 
Okay, um, we have had some tensions with North Korea, Dr. Wu. North Korea mm-hmm. does now seem to be softening their approach. The state media said North Korea has decided to suspend those plans for military actions against North Korea. Kim Jong-un uh, presided over a meeting, basically kind of pulling back uh, sort of the, the tensions on that front, uh, tearing down those loudspeakers that they were setting up as well. Uh, do you think North Korea is using the current standoff to gain leverage in future negotiations with South Korea and the U.S.? And do you think Bolton's memoir gives more leverage to North Korea? I think that with the current, uh, very recent uh, announcing the series of statements from North Korea and and the explosion of uh, the liaison office in Kaesong, didn't target the United States because uh, from North Korea's point of view, that it's risky business to engage with the United States at this moment uh, because you don't know who's going to be elected in November in the United States. So the main target of the recent provocations of North Korea probably was uh, South Korea. And Kim Jong-un's order of halting that uh, military activities uh, in the recent meeting of North Korea was that there's nothing much he could get uh, out of more provocations, I think. That is why he is stopped. So we have to see what kind of messages that North Korea is going to send out again, uh, if they want to engage with South Korea or Mm. uh, if they want to engage with the United States. However, a very recent statement by Kim Yo-jong, Kim Jong-un's sister, they basically demand South Korea to violate uh, UN sanctions, which is very difficult uh, for South Korean government to follow. So South Korean government has been offering the humanitarian aid and other uh, inter-Korean exchanges to North Korea, but North Korea has refused to do it. So, so there's a dilemma uh, for South Korean government to uh, go ahead with other business, other uh, inter-Korean projects, because it's, it's under the sanction. We're going to leave it there. Dr. Wu Jung-yup, senior researcher at the Sejong Institute, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks very much.